Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Not So Native Podcast. Let me introduce your host. My name is Rob Lamb. And I'm Aaron Bailey. Kick back and let us take you on a journey as we explore some of Arizona's most fascinating people, places, and things to do. Are you ready? 67% of bankruptcies in the U.S. are due to medical bills. To help you avoid the pitfalls in coverage, high premiums, and ridiculous deductibles, I search all coverage options to find the best benefits for your budget for free. We protect independent contractors, small business owners, and their families. Heck, we've even beaten group plans to put more money back into your paycheck. Contact T Insurers for your top three quotes at 602 602- 315-8070 or T-Insurers on Facebook. Well, there you've done it. You've listened to the entire season six. Congratulations. We're happy to have the opportunity to be back in recording and <clears throat> bringing great stories of wonderful people in Arizona and bringing them to you so that you can go out there and explore and, and hear about it. So my name is Rob. He caught me mid-puff. My name is Aaron Bailey. <laughs> cigars. We are uh, enjoying some cigars. Should we start over? At this juncture. Yes, let's start No, over. I think we should just keep it going. <laughs> so anyway, we were just up in Pine, Arizona. Yes. Beautiful Pine, Arizona, about an hour and a half away from the Valley of the Sun. We went up there at the beginning of October. Yeah. No, it was the end of September. Yeah, end of September, the leaves hadn't started changing yet. It was still quite warm down here in the valley, so it was nice to get away and get up there and get uh, get some stories down. The drive up there is always an entertaining thing because for those of you that don't know, Aaron drives. I do. Because he says I scare him. Because I have talent. <laughs> I'm a talented driver, among other things, but driving is one of my specialties. So I, drive up the, I get to drive on Wednesdays. Yeah, that's debatable. I get to drive on Wednesdays. Sure, good for you. Yeah. Off of the big boy now. Yeah, definitely, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so we drove the 17 and then uh, head east eventually. 260. There we go. 260. Uh, 260. Drive that until it dead ends at the 87. And then make a right turn or start heading kind of south, southeast into Pine, Arizona. We are sitting actually on my back patio right now. Siri says it's about 72 degrees, but Aaron says that that's debatable. He is a native. I am not a native. It's very so, cold. So the weather feels great to me. We are sitting actually where we, where we hatched. The idea of the podcast, doing the exact same thing that we were doing, drinking whiskey, smoking cigars. That's true. That's how we hatched this thing back in 2016 and finally launched it in 2018. It was exciting. So we go to, should we talk about the the, the area? Well, uh, do we just want to talk about our trip there? We'll talk about the trip. So the first night we got up there. Uh, and a couple places we'll discuss in more detail, but got some delicious uh, food at the Old County Inn. After we checked in. After we checked in at the Strawberry Inn. That 
You know what was amazing to me about the Strawberry Inn? Was they've, it's got beautiful properties, several different opportunities for you. If you want to stay in a, in a if you got a big group, you could stay in the, the big house right there inside of Strawberry. Or if you have a, a big group that's more private, and you, you know, like if you're doing a company function and you, you've got a small business, you want to take several different families up there with you, you can rent out the, the eight room hotel, motel, uh, the inn. The big house. Yeah. So you can rent out that and everybody could have their own separate room. Then you got the big house that sleeps 12. She's got the Airstreams. She's got a couple of bungalows. I mean, it's, it's a lovely property, all of it. Agreed. And it's not all necessarily in the exact same area, but it's in the pine strawberry area. And that's, that's what makes it beautiful. Got a little coffee shop right out front too of the inn. That's right. That's right. And it's, it's hard to miss the location because it's just, the, you know, I've always heard that, you know, first impressions, right? And you get a great first impression. If you're not following them on Instagram, they're Strawberry Inn on Instagram. Great, great pictures and, and lovely shots of, of the inn and, and things to do up in Pine. But for sure, check out Amber and, and her family and her, and her tribe of people up there that are, uh, are doing the Strawberry Inn. So, so we checked in at Strawberry Inn it's all like Airbnb. So it's not like uh, there's no desk clerk or anything like that. That's what fascinated me. Yeah, a little touchless, very, uh, they, I think they were COVID friendly before it was COVID friendly check-in. Touchless yeah. check-in. Touchless check-in. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I just think that they did a marvelous job with, with, I mean, there's some before and after pictures in the, in the end and so you can see what it looked like before they touched it up and you can see what it looks like afterwards and it's a very very cute boutique hotel very cute great very cool yeah. so after we after we went there we slid over to grab some grub at the old county the old county inn the old county inn a lot of people mistake it i guess mike said that a lot of people mistake it for old country inn they will correct you on that, as I uh, may have heard in the episode, do not call the old country. I made that mistake one time. Okay. What happened? Did they take you out back and whip you? They did, sir. Make you make you eat a whole bunch of fried pickles. What? They made fun of me in public. Oh, well, um, they tarred me and feathered me, right? Uh, Welcome to my world. <laughs> no, that did not happen. They just simply said, "Oh, it's old county." I said, "Oh, thank you," and they gave me a little pizza. Mm -hmm. We ate there uh, that night. We also went back for lunch the very next day because the pizza was so uh, uh, appetizing. The white pizza was amazing. It's like a, I, I, I can't describe it to you. All I know is uh, it was white pizza. I think it had chicken and basil. And Some kind of good stuff. A whole bunch of good stuff on it. From there, we we ran over to, well, we went, we went uh, played a little bit of, Cornhole out in front of the hotel, smoked a couple of cigars. They got all kinds of fun little outside stuff. But the next place that uh, we went, next day grabbed some breakfast and then we started our trek around town. Uh, 
our very first opportunity, and it was it was wonderful. I was talking with Terry and um, Rick over at the Lavender, Lavender Farm. Farm. That's right. It smells great. It smells fantastic. What did you What did you like about that place? That interview. What did you find the most appealing? <clears throat> oh, one that just just good people, right? It's what I enjoy this. Uh, the podcast all about just meeting, meeting new people, people you maybe talk to once instead of the interview, and then uh, you get them on, uh, get them on an interview, get them talking, and like you've been friends for a while, you know. Just, but just talking with them, nice people. Uh, again, beautiful grounds. Um, <clears throat> smelled fantastic, the lavender. I planted lavender now at home, and uh, of course everything now smells and reminds me of the lavender farm. So. You know what I enjoyed was, uh, <laughs> why, why lavender? And what'd she say? <laughs> it's the only thing elk won't eat. It's <laughs> a good start. It was a good start right there. But what I really, what I really enjoyed was, they really have a working knowledge of lavender. They really understand it. They, you know, she she talks about. A lot of the medicinal properties of lavender. A lot of people know, you know, lavender's got a uh, like a reputation, I guess, for being a, a relaxing, a, a relaxing. Uh, I don't know what is it called, an herb or whatever. But what I found interesting was learning how they make it, how they make lavender oils and and all that, and then all the cocoa. My wife is addicted to the cocoa. I don't, have you have you made the cocoa yet? Yeah, I've made the cocoa. Use the uh, uh, what is it? Uh, the barbecue salt? Did you use that? Yeah, on the chicken. Yeah, it's quite good. Yeah, Delicious. did you try it on any salmon?s No, I haven't done salmon yet, but did it on salmon. The did it on the chicken, which is fantastic. So, and, and again, that's part of it too. Like you wouldn't have, you don't think almost that it's part of it, right? Um, you wouldn't think that would be a use necessarily for it, right? Like I want to think of putting uh, putting lavender in cocoa. I want to think of putting lavender in, uh, uh, ch you know, chicken rub or anything like that, right? Right. No, I mean, well, I, 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 I could see rosemary. Yeah. But. But I mean, she had everything, right? She had lotions, of course, right? You had bath bombs. You had. Uh, spray, uh, bed sprays. Bed sprays. You had, sprays. You had bug sprays. You had, and and right. a bug spray. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had to, we had to pick up some bucks where we were up there and paid, you know, thirty dollars or whatever for the convenience of it. <laughs> we could have got the lavender bucks for the very next day, right? We should have done that. That was, <clears> that was dumb fantastic. not to not to do that. Um, uh, again, that that was the coolest thing was just uh, realizing the um, the difference of the uh, use of lavender and also to their background as well, right? You know, you're not born a lavender farmer. You're not. I mean, maybe. Could be, not so can. Yeah. They were not born lavender farmers, let's say that. Right, so, uh, uh, a political attorney, and what did he do? I forget what Rick did. Uh, he did something in, in a similar realm. But he, he was out working on the. On yeah, the he was farm. busy working while we were talking to, while we were talking to Terry. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, and the and the different varieties of lavender that they have there, and different properties, different smells, the depth and other character. I, I just, I don't know. 
I don't want to beat that beat that up, but I, I just found that found that amazing. One of the cool events they were doing. Now, granted, we didn't, oh, get, yeah. a, we didn't get to do it that uh, that evening, but they were having that uh, that dinner. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Mark Tarbell was coming to cook. Okay. Yeah, yeah but he's in lavender everything, right? Yeah, he's making lavender lavender, ice cream? lavender sal salmon uh, salmon and lavender ice cream. Yeah. Who knew lavender ice cream? Who knew lavender cocoa was so good at coffee? I'm sorry, lavender and everything now. <laughs> uh, then after. <laughs> I'm going to start rolling in lavender. <laughs> it does smell delicious. It does. It does smell great. Never, never. Uh, <laughs> so. Let me tell you guys about our weekend. We spent the entire day with outdoor adventure centers in Cottonwood. What a great time. We went kayaking on the Verde River, and our guides made the adventure so much fun. Then we went out on the trails in an ATV rental, and we finished the day in Old Town Cottonwood with great food and wine tasting. It was such a perfect day with OAC Chores. We're already planning to go back, and I would highly recommend OACChores.com to everyone. Call 602-686-8530 to book your tour today or go online at OACTours.com. Welcome back to the Not So Native Podcast. I'm Rob Lamb. I'm Aaron Bailey. The honey stand. Uh, Robert. Yeah. Robert. Um, Fuller? Fuller. Yep. Uh, and as uh, if you listen to the, the museum episode, uh, you hear more about the families, the Fuller family and... Um, the Clements. Clements. And, and the... Who did the the lavender farm bought some land from somebody? Mm. One of the original families yeah. too. You know what? Yeah. So I know it kind of kind of kind of taken aside, but it was cool to see the the history of right. So you kind of have the the families have been up there for generations, mm -hmm. um, and they're still thriving and doing well. And then you got you know some some, some fresh blood, if you will, you know, like a lavender farm, like a friend Michael at uh, Old County, him and his wife up there, and. Um, you know, Strawberry Inn, right? But yeah, they're still appreciating the history that is pine and strawberry, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, you, you're standing on somebody else's shoulders every time, right? I mean, even, even doing, doing what we do, there's people during the, our, our regular day jobs and this, there's people who came before and pioneered it. And just to hear the, the history of the area and get to get get that different depth than just oh look at this it's a honey stand on the side of the road here on highway 87 and i'll pop in there and and give me some honey and, and move on and not learn anything about the area or the community or and and that was the other thing how many people were willing to be, just be open and share and and talk about themselves talk about Pine and the community and what they do and and how they got it there and in the history I, I found that found that amazing and just said the history the whole history of that building where the honey stand is and and moving it and having the barn and the old county road right going behind it and with the post office and then the uh, mechanic shop the mechanic shop yeah or gas station whatever. It's still uh and then and then and then how they got to be the honey stand 
you know, the guy coming down from, what was that, uh, Ash Fork? No. It's up over there. It's up at the, oh, what's that, what's that town over there by Ash Fork? I can't remember. Anyway. That guy it's all Arizona-based. Yeah. All, all the honey is Arizona-based, but how they buy it from local, local hives, beehive people. <laughs> bee farms. Yeah, bee farms. There you go. Yeah, I and and the different colors. Have you tried the honey? Uh, did Did you get some honey? I think you got some honey. I did. I got. Uh... You got what? <clears throat> I don't remember which Did one. Did you get the I orange got, blossom? I got a lighter one. Okay, the orange blossom. Yeah. Did I've been eating that with some Ezekiel bread from Sprouts? Not that I anyway. It's ridiculous. It's good on anything, but that makes it even better. Put in some hot tea. Yeah. Quite good. The um so I got some of the orange blossom one. I got some of the Oh god, what's it called? It's from the it's one from the northeastern part of the state. Molasses. The one that looks like molasses. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then I gave my neighbor down the way the one, uh, the pine wildflower. That's ridiculous too, man. That one is. But just the different colors of it all, <clears throat> and it's it's raw. I was looking at it this morning actually when I was putting it on my toast, and I could see pieces of honey in there. I mean, not honey. Pieces of uh, pollen. In inside the uh, in the honey, I'm like, that's what raw honey is supposed to look like. Right. There you go. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, but Mr. Fuller's story in of itself was was amazing. Like, he's he's an original original native of Arizona. You know, that's what is it like? Eighty nine years old, I think he said. Something like that. He's been around for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Do you want to talk about Michael over at Old County Inn? Yeah. A fun... Uh, He's a fun dude. Get a chat with him. Yeah. So, my wife and I uh, had been up there like about three weeks before we went up there to do the podcast. And... I asked somebody what the name of the owner was, and they're like, oh, Michael. And so then we're over in the, uh, what's that, the, the little pub off to the side, the the brew house, is that what it's called? I don't remember. Anyway, uh, we were over there waiting for some friends of ours to get up there uh, to, to Pine, uh, and I saw this guy come in, and he's got on a chef's coat, and Clearly, he's been working, and he looks like he's working, and I was like, hey, are you Michael? He's like, yeah, I'm Mike. I was like, hey, man, um, I know that you're busy now, but I'd like to get an interview with you. Can I can I hit you up on an email? He's like, yeah. Uh, he gave me his email address, and then he's like, uh, I said, what, what day is usually best for you? And he's like, oh, definitely Thursday. Thursday's the best day, so we um, that's, that's when we went up there. Scheduled that up and got all that done, but yeah, he he's a very fascinating guy. Now he owns two other businesses up there now. Two other, so they have the other 
uh, with the bar and grill down the road. And then um, the other one they just recently took over, um, the Pine Provisions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know who he reminded me of? His passion for what he's doing and the passion. It, all Everybody that we talked to, just the, the passion that they have for that community to thrive. But he reminded me of Eric from The Haunted Group. Back oh, in... Yeah, back in season, was that season three? Season four? When we were in Cottonwood? Yeah. With Roger. And, yeah. Yeah, with Roger Naylor? Yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a New Yorker in Pine. You know? Michael. Michael, yeah, makes perfect sense, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a big city to Pine, Arizona. Right. Uh-huh. But he, he did share his story of kind of the transition to, uh, you know, from, again, from New York to, to being... Uh, a chef, a trained chef, and pizza, and uh, not let them up, uh, up, up to pine. Yeah, and the transition from going from corporate guy with a nice salary to, uh, you don't get up and go to work, you're not going to eat today. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Um, oh, and he was busy that day too, right? He was, again, trying to get the other store open, so running around for that. <clears throat> I mean, Old County was always, uh, always busy. We're catching a little wind out here, folks. Catching a little wind. Blowing some of our stuff around. But, let's see. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I, I just really enjoy that that area and the feel of of the area. I'm sure that a lot of people who have been up there can testify to the same thing. There's just this different feel up there. You know who was really interesting, and, and I think that aside from a historical perspective, just in general, knowledge gaining, learning, I think it was Sky. That guy was so full of knowledge of the, the burls. And did I mention it when we were up there? Um, that show, um, Filthy Riches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, talk about that. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, I mean, clearly, clearly some shows are, are different than others, but learning about the burls and what made them and, and how they were made and knowing the, the live side and the dead part and being able to just. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. And how he goes about harvesting them too, right? He doesn't just walk out and cut down a tree and then make this cool furniture of it, right? There's a, a purpose behind <clears throat> all the raw materials where he gets them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, even hearing about uh, where he gets the, the manzanita yeah. in California and some of the challenges that they have there. I mean... Uh, you have the whole idea of that being like a... Like a, a a fire grenade. An accelerant, more or less. Yeah, that. man, I mean, that uh, was. Not something I expect to learn walking away from a, uh, a furniture shop in Pine. No? <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, exactly. But just the skill level that that takes. And you know what was neat is that whole area there was like an artisan square. <clears throat> there we had a candle maker, a, 
uh, Weaver, a uh, um, couple other folks up in there that, that did different craft, crafty, no, I wouldn't say crafty, I would say artisans. Yeah. That's artisans. A, that's a good, good term for it. Absolutely. Yeah. But he, he was, uh, he was interesting. Not a native. Not a native. Right. Yeah. And then like the, like the, the, um, the longest episode that we had out of this season was the Pine Strawberry Museum with Mr. Mel Clement. Yeah. He was a neat guy. <clears throat> it was. And, uh, what cousins were, uh, Robert Fuller's cousin, right? Like, right. Right. Uh, again, some of the original family and, <clears throat> I mean, obviously you know the history up there, right? Um. Didn't know the extent of history, right? From you know, the original Brigham, families, right? From Brigham Young, all Brigham the way, Young. all the way back to Brigham Young. Yep. Um, I, sent I, him down. What, whatever, whatever that history is, just uh, we we know that that's like the eighteen hundreds, you know, and and he's asking people to come out there in the eighteen hundreds, right? You know, yeah, it's a, it was a really cool little. Uh, little museum they have to go in there. 100% uh, visitor supported too. Right. So go visit, support them uh, so we can continue that and bring more bring more artifacts and the like. Um, I mean, yeah, because he went back to the history of, gosh, some of the archaeological digs, digs universities did what, quite, quite some time ago to, uh, you know, the different families and traced all that to uh, what, the original, like, steeple and such from the church that was there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the part I thought was pretty cool, honestly, that I remember one of was the, uh, that uh, barbed wire wall he had. Oh, yeah. All the different kinds of barbed wire. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought that was fascinating because some of them, you look at them like, it makes no, doesn't make any sense at all. But it had a, had a distinct purpose, you know? Right. Really? For whatever animal they were trying to keep away. That's the, uh, uh, that's what really settled the West was barbed wire. <laughs> you know, so people could uh, rope off their pastures and and, uh, and get things taken care of like that. Yeah, very interesting. I, I don't know, I wish we could have gone and done the hike or gone down to Tonto Natural Bridge. Have you ever been to Tonto Natural Bridge? Many years ago. Tried going last year, but it was closed. But uh, yeah, no, I, I went there years and years ago as a kid. Remember how cool it was. And then I saw some pictures that they had posted, the Strawberry Inn posted on their Instagram page just recently of the bridge under the bridge, you know, or the, as they call it up there, the secret bridge. Most people don't know that there's a bridge under the bridge. Oh, I going into Pine, so they call it the secret bridge. The old bridge. Yeah, yeah, the original bridge, and then the slough. They if maybe some people here have been to Fossil Creek. You've been to Fossil Creek, I think we we went together. Yeah, when I almost. <laughs> That's why you don't drive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the story. That was hilarious. 
I mean, it, it's hilarious now to look back on it and realize that I'm still alive, my wife and I. <laughs> but did you die? And that was pre-children, so luckily I got two beautiful children that I would not have had had Rob Lamb of uh, driven us off the cliff. But like, did you, you can't, die? We didn't die. Um, yeah, I'm in a fossil creek. It's beautiful. It gets very busy. You need reservations there now, too? You do have to have... Well, not after Labor Day, you don't have to have reservations. All right. But, like, between, I think, April 1st, I, I don't know, you check the website. There's a website on the Tonto National, uh, the Tonto National Forest. Yeah. They have, uh, they have, they'll tell you all the closures and how you get passes. And, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, do, do your research, right? Get your pass, you got to get pass. Clean up after yourself, right? Don't be, uh, don't be those people that get it, get it shut down because we, uh, we trash our, uh. But you know what killed it, this, this this year and it, it might not reopen for a couple of years is that backbone fire oh it's all done yeah it went it went all the way through that canyon and and just ate up that area and uh, I don't think that they have uh, I think that they determined it was lightning that started that from like a monsoon that started that fire but just that whole area is so gorgeous yeah and and to think that it it got gutted by fire you oh, know, there was some fear, right, that it was going to go down into Pine Strawberry for a while. And actually, it wasn't at the Pine Inn. They had a... Um, Thank you, Firefighters yeah, Banner. For, uh, for taking care of... Because they would base out of there. And, uh, of course, you know, all the local businesses would support the, the firefighters where they can, so... You know one place that we didn't get on the podcast that was great for breakfast? And I ate there twice. The Early Bird Cafe. Oh, yeah. Delicious. It was, it was good food. It, it reminded me of Eastern North Carolina. And so did the, the little uh, market that's there. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, that also, because it had a grill inside with a grocery store and all that. That, that reminded me of Eastern North Carolina. I, I, it, just, it just gives you that hometown vibe, you know, that, that just like, it's a, it's, the people aren't simple. The, the speed of life is simpler. Right. That makes sense? And that's, I think that that's what a lot of people really crave. Right. They, they may not know that they're craving it, but I think that that's what people, a lot of people really crave. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you still, it, it, it maintains that small town feel without... Now, maybe there is still some, you know, infrastructure, you know, but, but you look at like, a, like Prescott or like even like a Payson, right? Just different. Yeah, it's big city. very different. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've grown significantly. And not to say the Pines are not growing. I mean, the entire state of Arizona is growing and, and a lot of people moving here are now listening to our podcast so that they can figure out things to see and do in, in here. Uh, I, I don't want to finish this episode without, you know, talking about uh, our sponsors, you know, because we couldn't do this without sponsors. We couldn't do this without people listening because sponsors wouldn't want to advertise on our podcast if it wasn't for people listening. So thank you very much for listening. We do appreciate that. Uh, but we have got several new sponsors. All three of them are brand new sponsors. Uh, you got, um, uh, Tanika, selling health insurance. She's a great gal. 
I know her personally. If you need health insurance, if you're under age 65, so 64 and under, and you don't have health insurance, I I would suggest that you give T a call and, and get some quotes and find out what kind of great service that she provides. I mean, literally, if, you, if you're having a problem with your prescription or whatever, she'll, she'll help you navigate that for you and, and help you figure it out and, and, and maybe talk to the insurance company and say, hey, is there a different program, whatever. But uh, she's, she's a great gal. I know her through the Southwest Valley Chamber of Commerce. So great gal. And then uh, I've found this new company. This Well, it's new to me. But I've just recently got into kayaking and supping, shall we say? I, I had to <laughs> had to ask somebody what a sup was. A stand-up paddleboard? Sup. Sup! <laughs> anyway, uh, that's, fascinating. that's a fascinating group of people in and of itself. But uh, outdoor adventure centers up there in... Uh, Cottonwood area. OAC. Yeah, OAC, that's right. They will, they have this whole, like, they put together these combos. Like, if you want to go, uh, go on an off-road ride, then you get in a kayak, and then you have dinner. Or off-road ride, lunch, kayak, dinner. So stuff like that. Fascinating group of people. Super, super sweet. Kind, kind people. Uh, and, and they just wanted to, to help people explore Arizona's Greenbelt, uh, you know, the Verde River. Right. And then, uh, and then you and I both know uh, Robert Calabrese, Calabrese from Gecko Glass. Had a windshield or two replaced. I think I'll probably need another one after our trip down uh, down the hill. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple of rocks there. <laughs> gotcha. They do some great work, good windshields, approved by all insurance companies, make That's the process right. very easy. They come to you, mm -hmm. get a crack or a break, call the Gecko. Gecko Glass, yep, give them a call. But we've been trying to get Robert to sponsor for a long time, and uh, finally... Robert for a year or two or ten? I've known Robert since 2010. And uh, just a solid guy. Solid guy. a Packers fan. Well, you know. You and as we are recording this uh, here, uh, here, Robert, there's a uh, football game coming up in a couple of nights. That they're going to lose. My 7-0 Cardinals will go 8-0. Cardinals. Go Big Red. It's all right. It's all right, Robert. Still like you. Well, you know. I mean, can't be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I, I just was so thrilled to get back out on the road. Yeah, it was a good time. And, and honestly, uh, I'm glad we made the trip. I mean, we did. My, my family and I went up to um, Pine a couple weeks last year during uh, during COVID. We got a couple Airbnbs and the like. And uh, we drove by the Strawberry Inn a few times. We wanted to stay there one day. and Got a, got a friend who has a... Uh, uh, a blog, and she's done lots of things up up at the Strawberry Inn. Uh, shout out to 
but all for the all for the boys uh, originally I think was that the name but even then like um, some other well-known um, like Kristen Keo used to be on like Fox 10 oh yeah so I followed her on Fox 10 and they noticed that she was on some stuff at Strawberry Inn as well so again just cool um, connections cool connections and uh, again places that like eh, one of those ones that made sure we wanted to do at some point in time so I'm mm-hmm. glad we did it and we'll be back. We'll bring the family up. Um, if you know, if, if, to our listeners, <clears throat> if you know of a place that we should go, or if you're interested in sponsoring our podcast, we'd, we'd love to entertain you. You can hit us up at notsonativepodcast at gmail.com. And that's my dog going nuts. So I think we're going to wrap, wrap it up because hey, he ain't going to shut up. I heard some wind. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Tucker, come here, buddy. Come here, bud. Yeah. His name's Tucker, so yeah. uh, we don't have to uh, <laughs> stamp this one. Yeah, we don't have to. Yeah, come here, Tucker. He's a good boy. He's a little Maltese poodle, but he thinks he's a Rottweiler, and he's the loudest one, too. So. Good job, buddy. You got that bug. You got it. Good job. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for Thanks for sticking with us, and... And coming back out with us, get out there, explore Arizona. It's a great state. Lots of great people make this state amazing. And, uh, yeah, what do you got? We'll be back. We got uh, got some other ones up. Uh, I think we're going to do Peoria next. In the Hoppa? You want to do Peoria next? We'll find something. There's plenty something of... Something in the uh, West Valley. And then, I oh, I met these people. They've got this barbecue restaurant up in Heber. We got to go check it out. It's going to be amazing. Hey, stay with us. Stick with us. We'll be back next, what? Sometime over Christmas, maybe? Maybe before Christmas? After Christmas? I don't know. We'll be there. And we'll see you on the road. Hey, Aaron. Why do you got so many cracks in your windshield? Ah, uh, you know, I just don't want to go take care of such a hassle. What are you talking about? You just call Robert over at Gecko Glass. He'll take care of it for you. It comes to you. Fixes it wherever you are. Wherever I'm at? Yeah, wherever you are. You could be at the zoo, wherever. Huh? It doesn't matter. Well, maybe I should call Robert at Gecko Glass. Will he call my insurance company, too? Yep, he'll take care of all that for you. Just call him at 480-200-2237. You got a pen? That's 480-200-2377. Thank you for joining us here at the Not So Native Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our website, notsonativepodcast.com, and leave a comment or two. Also, follow us on social media to get the latest update on our adventures. Until next time. Until next time.